Welcome to the Real Estate Addicts Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. It's March 27th, and uh, Dan, Ray, and I are really pleased to be joined again by, uh, by, by Julian, not Jolene, uh, from the Dale Carnegie Institute. And uh, we're going to be talking, it's a bonus episode, and we're going to be talking about dealing with uncertainty um, and kind of navigating uh, through, through these times now. So thanks again, Julian, for coming on. Yeah, no problem, guys. Happy to be here. So obviously we're dealing with uh, the COVID-19 outbreak and we wanted our listeners to, um, we want to just bring our listeners uh, some special advice, content. Uh, we have tons of people in the real estate industry. We have subcontractors, contractors, uh, investors. How do we, how do we all handle this right now? What's going on? What are you, what are you recommending? Because you're still having conferences and, and, and workshops with people remotely, right? We are. Yeah, we've, um, you know, a, a big portion of our business, luckily, <laughs> and we can say luckily right now is um, we have a really robust live online platform. So we've, you know, we use um, WebEx Training Center and WebEx Meeting Center. And so a lot of our customers have moved onto that platform to continue doing their work with us because um, they found that it's really important to keep people, uh, you know, highly engaged during this time, especially because people are dealing with such uncertainty they want to make sure that people feel connected, that um, even though they're working remotely, that work is still getting done despite the changes that are happening on a daily basis. So we are. We're, um, we're, we're on Zoom every minute of every day, it seems like, and we're continuing to help our customers move through this time. So you asked, about, so. You asked about some yeah. recommendations. So um, there's, a, there's a number of things. And so there is sort of a theme here of some of the um, what we're calling success factors for people to get through this. So when we talk organizationally, um, you know, teams that are now working remotely, um, maybe you're working with you're still working with your customers, right? You still need to be in touch with your customers. Um, and, you know, in order for a lot of our businesses to keep our doors open and make sure that we're continuing to do business, that we continue that connection. So there's a number of things that, um, you know, we're recommending. And I, I, I didn't realize this actually until yesterday, which is funny because I've been talking about this now for like three weeks is that all of the things begin with C and I didn't realize that until yesterday when somebody pointed it out to me. So, um, you can think about it as like now, now I'm calling it the five C's. Um, <laughs> The, the first one is connection, right? So I'm sure you guys are still trying to, you know, with each other, with people that you're working with, you're still trying to remain connected, right? Um, so maybe projects have fallen off the radar right now, or maybe you need to stop midstream as to what you're doing um, because you can't be face-to-face -face or, you know, you can't, for example, be on the job site or whatever it might be, is that we need to continue to be connected. And um, a lot of that is through what we're doing right now. You know, right now, all of us are on a Zoom meeting, right? So how is it that we're also checking in with people, making those extra phone calls, sending those extra emails to make sure that we're not um, losing pulse on things? Um, so just a question to you guys. Have things changed in your day-to-day, -day, number one, with your business and also with your family? Oh, dram dramatically. Yes, most certainly. Yeah, so how so? Um, I mean, for me, obviously, Ray and I are are working apart. Um, Ray's up in New Hampshire, and I'm down in Boston. Um, my wife is working from home full time, um, and so she's actually been coming in. We've been coming into the office together. I mean, we're lucky to still have 
some childcare at home for our daughter. Um, but, you know, our parents have taken care of the kid um, twice a week, so they're no longer coming in. I guess there are some good things out of this too, right? That I sure. think people need to realize. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever spent this much time with my family um, at all since you know my daughter was born. So I think that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> you know, I spending time bonding with her and and everything like that. But obviously, it's it's definitely taking a toll on the business. Um, one at least one of our jobs. Um, is is shut down. The other one is kind of creeping along a little bit. Um, so it's just it's kind of reprioritizing or has been yeah. reprioritizing. And you know, Ray and I created a list of things that we want to get done, um, that can get done, you know, or that we've wanted to get done for a while, but we just haven't been able to get it done, get that stuff done because of how busy we were day to day. So, you know, maybe refining some of our processes, refining some of our spreadsheets, et cetera. So, you know, kind of back off of stuff that's needed to get done for a while that we haven't been able to get done. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I don't think you're alone there, which is, you know, I know that um, for me, um, I probably haven't spoken to and seen my team as much as I have in the past two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> because we're always on the road and we're always, you know, from place to place with different customers. And we're making it a point to stay connected, uh, you know, via Zoom meeting. Um, you know, we, we gather all of us twice a week, but on a daily basis, I'm seeing them over Zoom and we're having conversations. Um, and, you know, same here with family, right? Which is, um, I've been doing a lot of stuff, especially with my, my son, who's seven, who, you know, when he's in school all day, I'm at work, you know, we've been playing street hockey, we've been out hiking, um, we've been doing all sorts of fun stuff. So that connection, you know, has gotten even stronger um, with this situation. But I think a lot of businesses who are not used necessarily, as you were saying, Ray, work separated from their team members. They're so used to being face-to-face in an office, um, you know, working together on a daily basis. This, this connection point is so critical because they feel, I mean, many of our customers who I've been talking to over the last two to three weeks, they feel, I mean, they feel so separated. Um, and so part of that is, you know, how do we main, how do we remain connected? And, and those of us who also, you know, those of us out there who manage people, so we got, we've really got to overdo it with being able to connect with people and make sure we're sending those extra emails, making that extra personal phone call. Also because there are people are, you know, this is not only, you know, this is affecting our business, but also a lot of things that are happening to people personally are affecting their ability, um, you know, to get things done. So I think also checking in with people personally really helps to see where they're at um, and understand, you know, what they're going through. So, you know, for example, we have, I had a client I was talking to the other day She's working from home. She manages 12 people, but she's also has her elderly parents living at her house because she didn't want them on their own during this. So there's, you know, there's a lot of factors that are impacting people right now. And so how can we increase our connection to understand what they're dealing with and to meet them where they are? So that's the first C. Um, Nice. So that's one of the five C's. That's one of the five. Yeah. The second is confidence. Um, And what we mean by that is how do we instill confidence, you know, when we're talking to our customers, when we're talking to our team members, how do we instill confidence in them 
that, um, you know, we've got a handle on this somehow. Okay. Because I mean, I don't know about you, but there have been certain days that I felt pretty darn frazzled with everything that's been going on. Okay. So, you know, he's not here right now, but over the last week, I can assure you that my son has been on many of my conference calls, (laughs) 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 you know? And so, and meanwhile, trying to like have the kids get their work done and, um, you know, my husband now who never works from home, he's working from home. So he's set up in the dining room, like he's doing his calls, I'm doing my thing. And, um, how do we instill confidence in our customers that we have a game plan here? And even if we don't have a solid plan that we instill confidence that we're, you know, we're making headway on how we're going to deal with this. I mean, this is fundamentally changing the way that we're doing business right now. There's an unknown end date. So how do we, you know, how do we shape our thinking and our communication to instill confidence in those that are, are, are looking to us for guidance, right? And so right. Um, when we do that, then we also instill confidence not only in them, but also in our ability to continue to be a, a resource or a support to whoever it is that we're talking to. Right. Now, how do we, how do we frame that message or how would you frame that message to somebody who has no way to work that, you know, say they're in the restaurant business or they're in some other business where you're just shut down at this point. So how Mm -hmm. do we, do we say focus on a new skill? I mean, we could be talking about people who have, they live paycheck to paycheck. So, I mean, how do we keep people calm and focused and say, you know, obviously as of today, the government is close to and or has passed that stimulus bill, which should improve unemployment and things along those lines and and Mm -hmm. hopefully give some financial security to them. Um, Any tips there? Yeah, a couple things, which is number one, um, I think when we're in this situation, we get ahead of ourselves, right? So part of it is being able to reel in that anxiety. And one of the things that um, Dale Carnegie wrote about, and if you haven't read this book, now would be a good time, how to stop worrying and start living. And one of the things he wrote about is to live in daytight compartments, meaning let's just focus on what we can get done today. Let's not think about, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not working three months from now. How am I going to, you know, how am I going to pay my bills? What am I going to do? So let's think about the control that we do have, right? So you, you referenced um, individuals who are experiencing layoffs or experiencing, um, you know, uncertainty in their jobs. And I think part of that is, um, right now, we have to really be thinking about um, how do we how do we cross market our skills, right? So how is it that we can leverage the things that we're good at and see how our skills might apply to businesses that might need our skills right now, or be able to think about leveraging, um, you know, leveraging, uh, you know, for example, I'll, I'll give an example of the Dale Carnegie business. Our corporate office furloughed thirty people for three months a few days ago. Just kind of knowing what was going to happen. And, and, and actually, you know, with the, the unemployment numbers being over 3 million, not really surprising because the original advice was lay them off, don't fire them so they can get unemployment. And right. so that's part of, that was part of the strategy on, on your company's end as well. It was, it was. And so what I when I'm, what's interesting is what I'm seeing now is for example, today um, on Facebook, one of our our chief graphic designers is also, she's also a personal trainer. So she's trying to leverage her skills as a personal trainer to make some extra dough while, you know, while she's furloughed. So what are some of the skill sets that we could be leveraging 
and tuning into, you know, what do people need right now? You know, what do people need um, that we can provide and support them with the skills that we have? Um, and, but, but part of that too is really being able to not get ahead of ourselves with the anxiety of the uncertain, but really is to start to try to, you know, focus in on what we can do about it today. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the third C is communication. Right? You mean on, so, on, on confidence? Yeah, go right I ahead, Mark. Just one thing, uh, we talk about um, what can we get done today and and how to stop worrying. Like, I, I think we all need to cut ourselves a little bit of slack. Like, I, if I, for one, can be very hard on myself. Um, and especially if I feel like I'm not using time productively or if I'm just vegging out on the couch. Um, so I, it's just like very different times. And if, if you if you feel like you've put on a couple pounds or this, like just the, co- the, the COVID-15? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Or the or the nineteen, if you really want to. Yeah, I see. I've seen a lot of social media posts about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. So, I right. mean, one of the things is, um, you know, a, a, most of us are, you know, are basically running on adrenaline, right? We're in survival mode of, you know, what am I going to do today? How am I going to get through the day? Um, what am I going to do? You know, our schedules have changed. Our normal routine and rhythm have changed. And one of the things too is, um, you know, that helps to focus us in on giving ourselves a break is also, you know, rest before you get tired. And what that means is like, if you need to, if you need to take a break, take a break. If you need to take care of yourself and engage in self-care, you need to do that. Um, And focusing in on that will only help us as, you know, as workers, as spouses, as parents to be able to do that more effectively. Um, you know, I know yesterday afternoon I went outside and was by myself taking a walk for the first time in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, okay, this is totally what I need to reset myself here is just to, you know, have this time to focus in on doing that. So that way I can, you know, go home and kind of recenter myself and be better. So, you know, resting before you get tired and doing things that you need to do, um, to feel like you're coping. I mean, that's what we really need to do right now. Cool. Yeah, I agree. I, I've also, I, I have a friend that, um, oh, hang on. Sorry. We're going to try and figure out some of those audio issues with, with Dan's mic. Um, I have a friend who is a physical therapist and, um, he is actually, you know, he can, he has to shut down because he can't be physically close to people, but he spent this time, um, kind of coming up with new business, uh, ventures and, and improving his backend operations. He's a pretty small company right now, but, you know, he's been focusing on things that he can do. So when he can come back to work, um, you know, some of those behind the scenes types op- type operations are a little more streamlined. And he's thinking of introducing a couple new lines of business to help him grow. So I, I completely agree that this is a good time to, you know, maybe focus on a new skill, do a couple projects around the house or the apartment, uh, you know, if you're able to. Uh, but certainly not freak out and, 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 you know, say the sky is falling when we're literally only a couple of weeks into this. I know some people just don't have that luxury. So uh, in that case, you know, there's got to be things that people can do um, in the meantime um, to, to get some income there. And, and hopefully mm-hmm. they're able to find those. I mean, just with the Internet itself, it's never been easier to go out and find information. So it's certainly um, 
if there was a time for there to be a crisis like this, at least we have the opportunity to find resources or additional help in online communities, whether it's Facebook or any other groups that you're part of. Yeah. And one um, of the other things that I've really noticed um, is that a lot of the organizations that I'm a part of, they're going out of their way to do uh, virtual networking events, right? So that way there's still an opportunity to connect with other people, whether it's in your industry, you know, in your town, in your business community. So that way people are still remaining connected um, and also a good way to, you know, if you're, if you're trying to, you know, like you said, right, or leverage a new business opportunity or, you know, get some feedback on some things that you're thinking about doing, you still have that community of people to be able to do that. And I think it's really, um, I think it's really advantageous for us, for all of us who are used to doing those types of things to keep on doing them when the opportunities arise, because it also gives us a little bit of a dose, dose of normalcy, right? To be able to do that kind of thing and feel as if we're continuing to, um, you know, what that first thing was is to connect with other people. You know, the internet and the phones are a blessing and a curse. It's kind of part of that whole 24 hour news cycle where like, I think that the reason that I want to consume the news so frequently is because I, I think that it's a way for me to feel like I'm in control mm -hmm. and um, of a situation that we have little control over. But I, I've lately been just trying to catch myself and just turn my phone off uh, or, or, or otherwise moderate that, um, you know, strong urge. No, absolutely. And I think, I think that's part of it too. I think we have to also understand um, what, what can we digest that's doable and helps us to maintain focus because we can be inundated with so much information right now um, that it could be unbelievably overwhelming. I know personally, I took like three days off from reading anything yeah. Um, because I just, I, it was, it was just too anxiety producing. And also it was like, you know, I have so many other things to focus on right now um, as a result of what's going on in the world that I need to be able to separate myself from all of that. Um, and also my, my other thing, the other thing that we're talking about a lot, um, you know, is also, you know, check your sources, right? So, I mean, a lot of anxiety oh, can be induced by, you know, the sources that we're reading things from. And I think we need to check our sources to be able to make sure that the information that we are communicating is being communicated to us is valid. I purposely, I purposely don't um, check my phone until the evening every day. It just, it's not like from a news standpoint, it's not worth it to me. And you don't read, and you don't believe the text messages, you know, from aunts and uncles saying that uh, you should or shouldn't do this or that. And, uh, get your medical advice from from text messages or Facebook posts. Well, I don't get or a lot president. of that, but I just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, I hear you. I mean, my the other day on my doorstep was um, my mother dropped off like the biggest bottle of thousand milligrams of vitamin C you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So I, I open up the door. No, my husband's like, I think your mother just dropped something off. And I open the door and there it is. And it's like, I get a text. She's like, make sure you're taking all of this all the time, you know? So, yeah. you know, so it's stuff like that. Right. So we need to be able to compartmentalize all that stuff. So that way we, um, we could, you know, we can manage the, uh, the unwanted anxiety that comes along with it. So here's, here's one thing that I think a lot of investors, uh, are facing or are worried about is that tenants not paying rent, right? So, um, you know, a lot of our, our colleagues own a lot of 
units and um, a lot of tenants are getting laid off. And, you know, if all of a sudden they can't, they have to stop paying rent or they can't afford to pay rent, what's the best approach, in your opinion, to um, go and approach your tenants and, and work out something with them? Yeah, and that's right. That's a good point because um, actually one of our C's that I was talking about is that it's collaboration, right? So we need to be having these conversations um, in a collaborative manner in order to ensure that, um, you know, understanding the situation that both sides are in. So taking a, a collaborative approach to that conversation of coming out as it's, you know, a win-win for both parties in some way, maybe it's not ideal for either, but we need to approach it, <laughs> excuse me, as a team effort, um, because otherwise, you know, we, we get ourselves into trouble on both ends, which is number one, um, if we're too demanding on either side that, you know, that can, you know, disrupt the relationship. And also it's like, well, hey, let's be honest, if your tenant can't pay in full, you can't get money from a stone, right? So what's going to be doable in order to maintain you know, what is needed in order for you to say, maintain the property or, you know, your own personal finances um, and be able to have that realistic conversation um, and do that in a collaborative way so that you can, you know, at this point, we need to do that to meet in the middle somewhere because, you know, we're all in circumstances that nobody could have guessed would have happened at such a rapid speed. And so we need to, you know, put ourselves in other people's shoes and try to do that so that way we can meet somewhere in the, in the middle. So collaboration is huge right now. I mean, that's in, in our, you know, in our business setting, in our personal setting. What can we do to work together to ease some of the burden, you know, um, work-wise? You know, I know in our, in our environment, you know, some of us have, have kids home. So there are things that we do or can't do you know, according to our schedules. And then we have other people who are willing to say, hey, yeah, I can get this done by the end of the day if you can't, because I realize that you've got other stuff going on. So how is it that we can meet in the middle on that and really, you know, have honest conversations in a collaborative way? Good point. Good point. I, so, so the point there obviously is let's focus on communicating. Then the worst thing we can do is not communicate. Right. And it's over communicating. You know, it's, it really is about over communicating because nobody likes to be caught off guard. Right. Um, so I know uh, we were working with a customer the other day who was putting together a series of um, every other day videos to be sending out to their teams. Right. So that way they they can understand what's the state of the business. Um, you know, what's the state of staffing? Because there's a lot of anxiety. People are uncertain. I know, you know, I know people I talk to every day are worried about layoffs or what's going to happen with their job or what's going to happen with their company. And how can we be communicating so it's not a surprise to anybody? So over, over communicating is key. Um, and also the, the last C uh, that we haven't talked about yet is commitment, right? So part of that is we've got to be committed to doing all of these other things. So, I mean, part of it now too, is also, especially in our businesses, is that um, if we're not committed, uh, you know, who there's a lot of uncertainty as to what what's going to be the state of the business if we're not committed to getting through this time or making some adjustments to the way that we work. So that way, you know, we can continue to have at the, when this is over, 
those projects are still there. You know, our investors are still there. Our, um, you know, our partners who are working with us are still there. We have to show our commitment to them that um, that's what we want. And we do that by continuing to connect and still confidence, communicating and collaborating with them. So that commitment piece is formed by the other four C's. Perfect. Mark, Dan, any other questions that you guys had? Uh, I think this has been super helpful. So I'll just, why don't I just run through, just so everybody can take note, here are the five C's in order, if you think about it. Con connection, confidence, communication, collaboration, and commitment. So those are the, those are really the keys now. If we think in terms of that, um, you know, not only in our work life, but, the, you know, the relationships that we're trying to manage and all the things that we've got going on, this will really help us. Awesome. Awesome. Dan? Oh, might have lost Dan's audio can you, there. Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, I can hear, hear you now. So I was just saying that I, it's been really helpful. I really appreciate um, you taking the time. I know, obviously, it's been crazy lately, so. Yes. <laughs> no, no problem. I'm happy to help. I second that. Thanks for joining us and uh, for putting up with our technical issues here <laughs> and everybody for listening. Um, stay Thanks, well, guys. everyone, and we'll catch yeah. you all soon. Same. Stay right, well. Stay safe. Yep. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye now. Bye, guys. Hey. Ray, you, do you stop the uh, recording?